It's Typo Waffle Time! Welcome to Teffel Waffle with Troy and Steve and Sunny. Hi, Sunny. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you. It's, it's been, been a while. while. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while. For those of you who can't remember, Sunny has been a, me- uh, a visitor on yes. our podcast before. She's a young learner's guru. guru. Oh, wow. <laughs> but she's not here to talk about young learners today. No, today we're going to talk about careers and career change. Okay. Okay, yes. Right, so, uh, Steve, what's your job now? I'm a teacher trainer. Okay, and? And a manager of teachers. And? A school owner. And? A lecturer at a university. Okay. And you? Uh, I'm a teacher trainer. And? Uh, a guy who does lots of other classes in places for different reasons and exams and army... Stuff. Stuff okay, but you're a teacher. Provincial things and whatever. Yeah, right now, Sune, up until now, you have been a, a teacher trainer, and? and my fancy name is academic coordinator. Which involved? Which involves taking care of teachers, employing teachers, curriculum, training, everything. Okay, but that was past ten. That's okay. now past ten. That's oh, past we're forgetting tense. and all the admin that goes along with being yes. that person. Wait, you haven't written the exams? Okay, fine, I'll write them. Yeah. Wait, you forgot to... <laughs> fine, I'll do it. Or the Sunday evening phone call. How do I get to yeah. the airport by myself? Yeah. The school's locked and I need my book for tomorrow morning. Uh, it's Sunday <laughs> night at 9pm. Uh, yeah. I have an earache. <laughs> Troy has a good story about when he was a when he was managing a school and somebody called him up on Saturday night and said, I don't know what to do in my lesson tomorrow and he was able to rattle off the <sighs> book, the page number, the unit that they were the classroom that they were in, <laughs> how many students. You're in room twenty six B. It's unit fourteen part A. Now what's uh, disturbing for me is that nobody it's calls me on Sunday night to ask me a Ask me a question. Are they afraid of me? Do I do I come across as? Maybe you've cultivated that very carefully. Oh yes. Because I, I know yes. that was one of the things that convinced me I needed to quit that job. <laughs> yes. Okay. So speaking of being convinced that you need to quit a job. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now, what's your job? My job now is I've gone back into teaching, okay. and I teach grade one at an international school. Okay. Homeroom. Homeroom teacher. Now, what's interesting about this is a lot of teachers out there have this dream of getting out of teaching and becoming a manager and becoming a director of studies or becoming a teacher trainer. And then eventually running their own school. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these are big dreams. And then when we listen to Sine, she's done the reverse. She's been a teacher. She's gone all into that serious stuff that everybody dreams about. all the studies and all the... Different positions. And she's reversed course. Yeah. So, Sunay, yes. tell us your thinking. Well, I'm a teacher at heart. And I think what happens is when you get stuck or you get promoted to a certain extent automatically, because I enjoy teaching and that means that I, I try to be really good at my job and I get moved into the managerial position. But the 
parts of the managerial positions, not necessarily the bits that I enjoy the most. Okay. It happened by default. So curriculum design, exams, all the admin stuff I got I got. And now I was like, where's the teaching? And I missed it. So I always got really excited when teachers asked me for help. But I missed being with the students. All right. So for for our listeners, there there are certain things that are nice about being a manager, like you get more yes. money, perhaps, yeah. and you get status and power. And what are the parts of that job that were just not nice? The the parts that weren't nice, I think, it was probably the bits where I would come up with a challenge or a problem, and it keeps happening. So it never fixes itself, or I can't fix it. Like, like what? Uh, for example, a teacher comes late. Yeah. And I talk to the teacher, how can we help you with your time management? And the teacher keeps coming late, keeps coming late. The school complains, but nothing happens. And then if next teacher comes in, then it's the same problem. So I, it sometimes gets one down a little bit. So the, the HR management side yeah. of things. Yeah, it's great when it goes well, but when it goes badly, it's not that good. Okay, and how about the whole, I mean, as a teacher, our our main liaison, is that the right word? Our yeah. main, like, point of contact students, mm. we interact with our students more than anyone else. Yeah. All right, as a manager, who were you mainly interacting with? Yes, I was inter- I was a little bit of an in-between. I'm the, the little triangle on the seesaw between the teachers and the school management. Fulcrum. Okay. Yes, the fulcrum. I couldn't think of that. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. I was the fulcrum. So uh, the, keeping the balance, what the school wants, what the teachers want, what the school doesn't want, what the teachers don't want, and keeping that relationship so how much interaction did you end up having with students? Oh, I made interaction because I missed it so much. Um, with um, assessments, I tried to get involved as much. I would go into classes and observe if I could um, and just be around the school. So I tried to get to know the kids, um, go into the classes if I can, go say hi to the students. And then if anyone's absent, I tried, the last bit was a little bit difficult to do that, but tried to be in the classroom with the kids. Why was it difficult? It just got too overwhelming, the amount of admin. Okay. Now, Troy, you've, you've done a very similar thing. You were a school manager yeah. for many years. Yeah. And yeah. now you're not. Now I'm not. <laughs> uh, in, in fact, I, I went even further. I went to, okay, I'm going to be teacher and now I've taken it a step further to, uh, I'm just going to do whatever is fun. So we have two people in the room who have given up the role of t- management. Yeah. Yeah. Are your experiences of why management is not what you want the same? Uh, I suppose I'd have to come at it from a different angle. What, what parts of your job, Sine, as a manager, what parts of the job did you like? Yeah, see, that's the bit. I'm a teacher, so I love the teacher training part. That was fun for me. When I had a teacher had an aha moment or when they come back to me and say, Sinead, this really worked really well, then I get really excited, and that's what I like. So I was very similar. I had that issue as well where 
the part of the job that I liked the most was working directly with the teachers and uh, I would also try to cover classes sometimes. And I liked being good at the admin, but only from the perspective of when I was teaching, it really annoyed me that I can fix that problem now because I'm in a position where I can put something in place that that negates that problem or takes the pressure off the teachers or whatever. And I liked being good at it, but I didn't necessarily like doing it. Mm. It's like that I could fix something. But at the end of the day, it was being in class that that made the big difference. It's the part where I wanted to be. Now, for people who are in class and going through the daily grind of just teaching and planning and marking and teaching and planning oh, and marking I love it. and they yeah and they're dreaming of that promotion to become a director of studies or an assistant DOS or something like that what would your advice to them be don't <laughs> <laughs> My, mine would actually be something that uh, I'm not sure if did if you went through this mm-hmm. Sine, but I went through a period where I was never in the classroom with students I was the only time I'd be in a classroom with, mm. with teachers doing a workshop or something like mm. that or observing mm. but I never actually taught and it must have been I think it may have been over a year that I didn't teach like for, for a year or so mm. and that was a terrible mistake Yeah, to focus so much on the I mean fine it is my job my job mm. is to be the the director of studies and, and run the school and liaise with the management of the the f- marketing finance promotion thing where they're getting the students to come on a Sunday and have a party with a balloon and blah, 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 blah. that's my job but focusing only on that to the exclusion of actually remembering that I am a teacher first yeah. that was a, a big mistake yeah. it was not teaching yeah, something that, that you do with your team leaders, Steve, I think I would like, if I were to ever go into a managerial position, because you know it happens by default sometimes, yeah. um, that if you go into a managerial position, keep teaching. Yeah. Have one class at least and just keep at it. So when you're telling people, try this idea that you say, or you could say, Come and look at my class and see how I do it. Yeah, but the other reason is that if you if you stop teaching, you forget what it feels like to be mm. in the classroom. You just get a bit rusty too. Yeah, you tend well, to recycle your ideas and I, your techniques. It's, it's difficult to, to for example, um, with teacher trainers. It's difficult to respect a teacher trainer who doesn't teach. Yes. Um, yeah. So a teacher trainer who's not in the classroom themselves doing the job of training uh, of teaching has is 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 being a hypocrite. To an extent, yes. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Um, and I, I think it, I think it's really important as a teacher and as a manager to get in the classroom as well, so that you, when teachers come to you and say, oh, "I'm having this problem," you can say, "Yeah, I've had that problem too," and mm. and it makes the whole thing more human. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm. I found that, especially when I went for interviews, and because I've had a stint with no teaching and just teacher training, I felt I got rusty. Mm. I tended to recycle techniques and things like that, and now going to a new job it's amazing the amount of new techniques that I can learn and styles and approaches you get a whole bunch of ideas oh, all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah I can do that and yeah. yes, wait um, maybe I oh, know wait that's not going to all fit into one lesson wait I can yeah. also I want to fit all right so yeah. then then the, the back to this 
problem of mm. management. Okay, so you get promoted to a management position mm. or a teacher training. What have you done to yourself? What's the opposite of promote? Yeah, I've demoted myself, haven't I? But I've, I don't know. I, no, I don't think so. I think is, there a, is there a word for side moat? Yeah, diagonal kind <laughs> okay. of promotion. Yeah. Um, You've I got a dire motion. <laughs> well, well, okay, I mean, I, I think that the, the thing, the question here is, is it necessarily a promotion to become a manager or a teacher trainer or something? Because I, uh, I'm not always sure it is. It's, it's a new kind of job, but we're still mm. in the same group of people. Hopefully. Well, it should be, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and promotion, yes, you, you become a manager and you get more money. And in that sense, it's a promotion. But um, the ideal is where your manager is part of your team. And it's, it's not a hierarchical... Especially in teaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I get that, you know, an, an accountant might be the best manager to, to run a, a, a factory that really needs to streamline some sort of process... And they don't maybe they don't care about people. It's all about machineries and scheduling and things like that. But I think it, somebody who's managing teachers needs to be a teacher, and additionally, probably shouldn't stop being a teacher. Right. So for those again, I'm going back to our listeners who are dreaming of becoming managers. <laughs> for both of you, then, what is it about teaching that makes teaching so amazing that sometimes we forget? through the grind of it um look no one likes admin and I'm I'm just not a fan and teaching does contain admin uh but what else is bad about it like literally that's the only thing difficult students yeah I have a difficult student but I also have I mean sometimes I'm teaching I, I might be teaching five different classes at the same time and yeah, I've got that one difficult guy in that class. And? Okay. I've had difficult students before. I'm sure I'll have them again. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I agree with you. I mean, difficult students are part of the fun of teaching. They're not actually difficult. Yeah. They're just, they're actually the cool part. Sometimes. And sometimes yeah. they're really interesting. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I had an adult stomp his feet in my class once. Like, <laughs> it, was a, it was a very uh, adolescent kind of impotent tantrum yeah. thing. And I was like, wow, that happened. Hmm. The, the thing is that when, when I look back on my teaching career, it's the, the difficult students. That I, I'm using air quotes here in, for difficult. It's the difficult students that I remember. I remember that student and he did these things and, and that's the part of the job that I, I, that made my job kind of interesting and cool. Mm. Yeah. As a, I think as a teacher, having taught for such a long time, in the beginning, I was a little bit overwhelmed with difficult students. I saw it as a problem. But now with... A little bit more understanding of what children are like. I enjoy the inverted commas, the difficult, difficult students, because I, they're just different to the norm, and it's fun. Being yeah, they add some color to yeah, them. Yeah, they're good stories. <laughs> okay, now the the fact is that all of us have been in this game for a while. Mm. We've all ended up back in the classroom, so. Steve, you're teaching university. Well, I mean, the thing is that I think like you, I I became a manager because I was good at... The teaching and... Uh, well, I was good at working with, with people, with mm. other teachers. So I became a, a, a teacher manager Yeah. Mm. Um, almost just because it was something that came naturally to me. But uh, I became a teacher because I like working with people mm. and, and kids are people and I just don't enjoy being in the classroom yeah. and... Um, so 
I have been a manager for a long time, but getting into the classroom is a lot of fun. And uh, finding out, I mean, you walk into a classroom and the students bring something up that you just had no clue was even an issue, you know. Uh, And after 30 years, it's still every day is just something interesting. (laughs) In the days when I was a beginner teacher, I didn't like it. I didn't like being thrown off guard by random questions. And I didn't like the students to try and move me off topic. But now I love it. I love it. I love that they bring things to the table which you you don't know it about. It makes it much more dynamic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the new school that I'm at is an IB school, and it's very in the. Uh, explain what that is. Um, IB school is an international school standard, but it's focused a lot on citizenship and making better citizens, which is actually amazing because it's an international school curriculum and approach and you have expat kids and students who are more aware of global the way the I understand the IB curriculum yeah. is that it's it's a task based curriculum so each each unit is a series of inquiry based inquiry yeah. based it's a series of questions or and the yeah. students have to go and find out the answers by themselves which yeah. is pretty cool yeah. very cool mm. no yeah. tests it is yeah I wish I um, had the opportunity to revert to my younger days <laughs> and go do that instead of well, instead of a lot of things that I had in school. It's really, at the our first day, I have a Wonder Wall. And Wonder Wall, that's yes. a song. <laughs> yes. And on and, the Wonder Wall. And your classroom's just a little oasis of learning. Yes, it's a little forest. <laughs> um, and on the Wonder Wall, I give them little. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm the witch <laughs> in the forest. I give them little note. Uh, post-it notes and they have to write questions that they want to learn about the theme or the year and they can put it on the wonder wall and it was really interesting the next day I had one of my students come in and he dragged his mother in and he said look mum this is our wonder wall and I can ask any questions and put it on here anytime and I just thought yeah that's what learning should be yeah it should be look Curiosity how excited I am ask questions yeah. yes Right. So I think our our big uh, central theme here seems to be uh, become a manager, but don't stop being a teacher. You know the the thing for me as a as a manager myself, and because I manage different schools, I've got to find team leaders. I've got to find people who can I can sublet my management to, and the people that I choose are the people who are um, amazing at the job of teaching. Okay. So in the I'm actually sense. I'm actually taking my best teachers out of where they belong and putting them into <laughs> uh, you, you know what I mean. I, yeah. I, and this I, I suppose this is in all management that somebody who is excels at what they do becomes the leader of the team and then they stop doing the thing that they've excelled at because they now have a, a new, new thing to do. Yeah. Um, is that that happened to me because I was a pretty good teacher I th- I think I was and then moving into the the managerial position I actually went in on a back foot because I'm not the world's best admin person uh, I see the gecko the agrees, gecko with agrees. Me. <laughs> well it's a completely different skill set uh, it's the yeah. same skill set in terms of the fact that you're working with people mm. but dealing with adults and dealing with kids in a classroom you know in a classroom the students have a set of expectations and and you have an, a natural authority as a teacher right you automatically mm. get the stamp you walk right. into the room and they go good morning teacher yeah yeah mm. 
As a manager, um, you've got to stroke a lot of egos. And you get some pushback. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's a very different skill set, and it's an interesting skill set to develop, but mm -hmm. it, it does demand a, a different approach. And I'm really happy when I hear the manager say, I can't wait to get back into the classroom, because mm -hmm. that means that they, they still have that desire yeah. to be, be part of the teaching team. All right, now, I don't want to go off on too much of a negative tangent here, but I but. have to admit, but, <laughs> but. Um, I've seen quite a few people who distinctly want to become managers so that they can stop being teachers. They are teachers, and their goal is to stop teaching, to become the manager so that they don't have to teach anymore. Yeah, I think there's a couple of reasons for that. One is, one is the... The money, obviously. Right, and the power that comes with it. Yeah. Um, and also... Teaching can become boring. Well, repetitive. Monotonous. Yes. yes. Tedious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you go into class, you plan teach a lesson, you mark the books, you plan a lesson, you go into class, teach it, mark, plan, Oh, no, it's exam teach. time. Yeah. And that can become fairly... Uh, Stagnating. Right. Yeah, kind so of. after four years of that, you sort of think, well, I've, been, I've had enough. And four years is not enough. Four years is only really the beginning of a teaching career. But a lot of people at that beginning stage kind of think, okay, well, I've got it now. I'm ready for more. Mm. Um, and then that's possibly the beginning of their management time. And, uh, yeah, if, you, if you're going into management to get away from teaching, that's probably the wrong reason. Shouldn't yeah, be in teaching then. Well... Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but some people are just managers. I mean, there yeah. are people who are just really great managers. At anything. I mean, mm. you could give them a, a factory and they'd manage that and they give, give them, them an a, ice cream shop and, and they manage that really well. Mm. And, and then actually they're not teachers really, they're managers. And, mm. um, but I haven't come across somebody like that. I think I've seen some, uh, um, you know, in top management in schools. Sometimes they're really good managers, but then they have to understand the teacher as well because it's a little bit different to just a regular yeah. company. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've seen quite a few managers who try to t talk to teachers and they lose quite a bit of respect from the teachers because they're t trying to talk to them about teaching, but the teacher knows... I mean, they're a teacher. Mm. But I know my students in my classroom and I've planned my lesson already. What do you mean, get all the kids to sit down and shut up? It's a language class. Yeah, That's an actual example that I've had. Yeah, and I think also, I mean, the thing about teaching... The, the teaching is okay, but there's a lot of stuff around teaching which is not. Standing at the gate mm. doing morning duty and... Yeah. Uh, Sometimes the... Assembly. The, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, the, and parents the, day. The, yeah, I was going for that one. <laughs> but but when you're a manager, that doesn't go away. That's no, the thing. Yeah. No, it, it, that it becomes more worse. of the job. <laughs> yeah, you end up being the one doing the speeches. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. All right, so... Uh, Get a job as a teacher and never mm. try to progress in your career ever. That's <laughs> our moral for the day. <laughs> I think one, one thing also, so besides teaching, staying in the classroom, the second one is know your strengths and weaknesses. Know that, for example, with myself, I knew my weaknesses eventually. <laughs> but if you know... Well, that's just like teaching as well. Yeah, if you know your weaknesses, work on your strengths and make sure that your weaknesses don't get you down or don't make you defensive as a manager. I think that's the, the thing that I learned the most. And if you're a teacher, follow that advice too. <laughs> yeah. Right, a word from our sponsors. Okay, today's sponsor is... GNC 
GNC magnesium. There it is. Ooh. GNC magnesium. Now, it's I, an active ingredient in cement. Yes, and... Uh, uh, no, no. I don't know if that's true or not. Oh, but uh, magnesium is really good for teachers and managers because it stops us from getting cramps. Yes. It helps us sleep better. Um, it does. So it, does. You don't have to eat bananas. Well, you can eat bananas, actually. It's more oh. delicious than taking a tablet. But anyway, <laughs> GNC offers tablets. Well, it doesn't offer... They sell them. Oh, hopefully oh. in yeah, a yeah. bottle. Yeah. yeah. And you can eat them at night before you go to sleep, and it'll stop you from getting cramps while you're sleeping. Yes. Try them today in a lovely bowl of milk. Uh, okay. Mm. Yes, you could do that. <laughs> Toforofo is proudly brought to you by the non-stop Waffler, Troy and Steve. For any question, comment, com- complain or queries, you can email Toforofo at gmail.com or visit www.toforofo.com.